about a creeper. <laughs> Jeeper. Jeepers creepers. Hey, speaking of which, we, we just watched we just watched Jeepers Creepers Reborn. We did. That's the fourth movie in the franchise, and we watched the whole thing. We actually got through the whole thing barely. Uh, it, it's streaming on Hulu. We It was not our usual streaming go-to service. As Jason mentioned, oh, by the way, we are Cinematic Suffering. We review horror movies. We do riff, tr- not riff, track. we do uh, commentary of uh, horror movies and uh, other fun stuff, podcasts. Everything horror-related. This is your one-stop shop. So you come here for all your horror goodness. And the most recent film that we tackled was Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that like button, and leave a comment below because it always helps with the good old algorithm. But yes, we did delve into the the surly mess that is Jeepers Creepers Reborn. What what I, you were really anxious to watch this, Clay. I, I remember you I was. You just you were just messaging me probably day and night. I mean, 24 hours, seven text, uh, Facebook messages, IG messages. And you're like, we're going to watch Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I've heard so many good things about it. And I say, Clay, this is a bad idea. No, this is going to be a good movie. I mean, just, just because the last one, just because the film is built off of uh, the very very controversial foundation of the very, very problematic director. That doesn't mean, and just because the third one was absolutely horrible, doesn't mean that the fourth one is going to be bad. Right. Because uh, there's no, there's no, there's been no precedent in the history of horror movies on sequels progressively getting worse as they, they've always consistently been better. That's right. um, We can name a few off, off the hand that, that consistently get better. How about, the Saw series. Just yeah. uh, Jaws rhymes with Saw. Jaws. Jaws 4 being obviously the best of that's the right. franchise. franchise. Yes. So that's obviously where we're going here with Jeepers Creepers Reborn. It's, it, it's probably stand out one of the most bestest, worstest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's give credit where credit is due. So like we mentioned, uh, this is the first film in the series that wasn't directed by the horrendous deviant that did the first three. Uh, Timo Vorensola directed this uh, inspired masterpiece of horror fiction. And what a masterwork it was, Jason. Uh, Vorensola, he also directed uh, Star Wreck, Iron Sky, which is basically Nazis in space, and the sequel to Iron Sky, which came out about seven years later, um, which kind of makes you wonder why they chose him. Those movies were all pretty much tongue-in-cheek. Uh, they, they were very winky at the camera. They were pseudo-comedies, so I yeah. don't know why they chose him to direct a Jeepers Creepers movie. Yeah, that's, that's a good question, because like you said, the, the previous director of the Jeepers Creepers franchise is... Uh a piece of shit deviant that, you know, it's, it's hard to even go back and rewatch those films because you know, the background of that director. So maybe they were such a, they're at a point and the the producers or whoever released this, uh, was it screen media United artists or whatever? They're like, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Where else (laughs) can we go? Let's just find a director. Let's maybe they put a bunch of names in a hat and (laughs) shook it up real good and shook it up real good and timos came out on top and here we have (laughs) reborn (laughs) they probably ask him do you want to direct this movie and he'd be like "Eh, good enough good enough as long as i don't have to write it (laughs) and i can 
and I can sit back and just uh, let my cinematographer maybe direct it, not me, or because <laughs> maybe he was like a hands off. I don't know, but what a mess. Oh, yeah, I was bad. But uh, speaking of the writing uh, credits, do you want to do you want to give credit to the writers here who wrote this masterpiece? Uh, who did write this masterpiece? It was written by not one but two screenwriters. Is written by Jake Seal and Sean Michael Argo. Okay, so that's the two they credited. I wonder who any other uncredited writers are on this that tried to punch it up and make a mess, fix the mess that it is. The creeper himself, the titular creeper himself, had a hand in writing it. I'm, I'm sure he just he just went and scribbled some <laughs> some uh, notes in blood. Um, it, there's actually a large cast, but you know, like <laughs> written down in my notes here, I said it was confounding that it had two screenwriters, and I wondered if maybe the reason for that was is that they both suffer from narcolepsy, and one <laughs> would fall asleep, and the other one would have to take over at the keyboard. That one falls asleep, and vice versa. The, the, and what wakes them up is just the the clunking of the heads on the desk. <laughs> oh, 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 it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad i got concussed <laughs> yeah it, it lacked all of the charm well okay the movie starts off with you can tell that they got the two of the biggest stars that they could find were gary graham which if you he's been in a bunch of stuff but if you yeah. remember the um the tv show for alienation do you remember that show mm-hmm. he starred in that i, I enjoyed that show i, I enjoyed the enjoyed hell of that show yeah. yeah, I liked it way more than the movie it was based on. And so he and his wife, played by none other than Dean Wa- D. Wallace, was uh, they're driving down this country road. And I think we both knew right off the bat that the movie was going to be a slog because it's got no tension. It's just these two driving down the road. And we basically recreate the original scene from the original Jeepers Creepers where they they're getting harassed by the big scary truck. Uh, the truck goes past them. They go past the creeper who's dumping bodies down a big chute. <laughs> the the just... body chute that's sticking out of the front yard that everyone can see as they pass by. It's got to be terrible on the uh, septic system. To <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, no, we got to think about the logistics of the creeper himself because, for, first of all, he comes back every 23 years to kill for 23 days, right? Is that how it goes? I think that's 20, something like he that. He comes back yeah. once every 23 years to kill for 23 days, and I guess he kills anybody he comes across and stalks him. And but you just got to think of the logistics. Who keeps up the house? He His truck is still running after 23 years. He didn't have to replace the carburetor, some spark plugs, put some more gas in it, uh, oil. You know, that would be funny to see the the creeper actually doing all that shit. He grows back out out of this thing. And he's like, ah, and then he puts on some coveralls, <laughs> gets out his uh, tool kit and starts going cranking. I got to wrench this car every 23 years. It's got mice living in it. You're replacing the dry rotted uh, tires and all the all, all the shit there. He's finding a family of squirrels and he's just eating them like popcorn. <laughs> <trim>. <laughs> he has to run to the DMV and get the specialized license plates that, that we see. And they can and they understand them. It's like uh, Star Wars rules where he goes in and he's just like, <laughs> I told you, you can't just leave it sitting outside for a decade. The DMV ladies say, yeah, I've heard this before. All right, just fill out these forms and bring it back to them with a $25 fee. (laughs) (laughs) Click, click, click. We don't stock that pot anymore. (laughs) But yeah, um, 
D, D it was I mean that's that was the catcher that was the 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 thing that caught me at the beginning I was like oh it's D Wallace you know you know everyone knows her from the Howling and Cujo and Frighteners and uh, a shitload of horror and great eighties movies that you know are classics to us and so I think that's like. I think she just needed like a little paycheck. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I don't I think she really has. I mean, she's in her 70s. She probably needs some things to go out and lounge by the, the beach and, you know, have some extra money to for the pool cabana boys to come by, <laughs> which I don't I don't blame her at all. You know, more power to D for that. Oh, I'd have if I was in her shoes, I'd have an endless string of those those pool boys. More than likely, those grandbabies need tuition money. It's not getting any cheaper as as time goes by. So she probably was helping out those grandbabies. But uh, these two are in it, and it's just the pacing is just terrible. It's, it has zero tension, and it's basically they just they they see the shoot, they go up to it, and then they're like, "Eek!" It's stuffed with bodies and then we go it cuts into the regular movie it's like okay this is gonna this is gonna be a rough one (laughs) yeah it cuts into because they don't really establish that this is in the past this is like 23 years ago from whatever date they're starting at so i'm not sure they kind of made it look like it was in the 60s but then when it comes back to the present time it's it's now 2023 so it's yeah, weird they, how the timeline is going because, you know, 23 years from 1960 does not add up to 2023. <laughs> yeah, they found the like the oldest rust bucket of a car, too. Like it was <laughs> one of those boxy, ugly looking 80s, 70s, 80s. Style it's got the speedometer that starts way down here and you just see it go. Yeah, those push buttons for the radio station. <laughs> I found that to be more interesting than the movie that they were driving through. Honestly. That first, that first opening scene though is just uh, it, it. It reeks of okay. Now we know we're getting to stupid territory because the guy's just like, well, we saw him throw a body. You know, we have to go back and check. No, we don't. No, nah, man. There's, no, they not. We could find the closest payphone because we're in payphone, you know, time frame. So yeah, or go back to the nearest town. Yeah, a dollar, you know, go back to the cops, say, hey, there's, you know, I know corpse tubes are commonplace in Texas and Louisiana on the side of the road. If you need to get some, rid of something quickly, just throw them off into the corpse tube. But, you know, someone probably needed to check that that wasn't a civilian. Yeah, that's the only reason he got away with it so long is because you can you can kill folks in rural Texas for a minute without. Yeah, I mean, uh, they only charge manslaughter and like uh, wipe it off your record after three years. That's how it works. <laughs> You know, the I imagine the uh, sheriff coming up to the front door, adjusting his big 10-gallon hat, being like, now, Creeper, we talked about this. You can't be shoving bodies one after another willy-nilly down that chute. Now, look, I realized that I went over my quota, but look, uh, I can only do 10 a day, and that's ridiculous because, you know, I do at least... 30 a day. So what am I going to keep the rest on the side of the road for the garbage to come pick up? No, I have to put them in the corpse tube. It's like fish in a barrel. These teenagers, they they practically kill themselves. They're driving up to my driveway. I don't have to go out and look for them anymore. (laughs) And then I kill them with my weird medieval axe. Just chippity chip chop. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, so we, uh, the next characters that we meet, are Lane and what's her boyfriend's name? Goodness, Chase. I forget. Chase, Chase Lane yeah. and Chase. And uh, you, you couldn't have found two people with less chemistry. They <laughs> they somehow 
are able to balance being both annoying and boring at the same time. <laughs> so we meet them, they're driving down the road. It's the classic relationship of skepticism versus, uh, you know, superstition. The, the boyfriend is all into the cheaper lore, the creeper lore rather, and he goes waffles on and on about the creeper. And his girlfriend is very pragmatic and skeptical of all this. And it never comes up again. It's just an exposition dump for backstory. <laughs> yeah. It's a true exposition dump in the meaning of the definition. We get to him saying, your scientist friends uh, can't explain everything. And she goes, well, I'm a scientist. I know. And you have scientist friends. Well, you know, I am logical and pragmatic. And I know. But if you see the evidence on the tape, not everything can explain. And it was just beat, pop, 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 oh, just yeah. crunch. And I, I felt getting like I was getting punched in the gut with the exposition. <laughs> Can like, you imagine being in the back seat? Like if you're trapped on a road trip with these two, how much you would want to just tumble out of the car on, <laughs> onto your face onto the highway? Hey guys, I just want you to hey, just take a little pass near the. You see the rest stop? That's right there. No, no, you don't have to stop. There's just I know you're going seventy miles an hour, but you know, I just want to let you know that I'm out. <laughs> or, the creeper, <laughs> or the creeper comes up and you're actively choking the other one to death because you just got the other one he's like these kids they kill each other i don't know you're taking all my fun and we, we and then we get a brief mention of an ancillary character that that means nothing at all matt uh, this guy matt i think oh, his name is right. matt and she's like oh well maybe i need to call my friend matt and matt is coming out for some reason in their direction i guess they're going to the same fest or horror con he totally looks like a person that would go to one of these horror cons as well he's got a nice jaguar he's he's dressed really nice he's very very flamboyant and yeah. immediately killed and i'm like what was the point we didn't even get a kill scene if there was a no. kill scene that was bloody and gory i mean we did get to see the 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 creeper's head wrap around this dude's face but you know yeah there's nothing, that's that's one of my big problems with it is there was nothing kind of elaborated on with the character in the first movie you it was it was entertaining because you slowly learned that he's this weird creature like at the beginning of the mill movie he could be anybody he could just be a guy in a in you know an overcoat and a hat and then you slowly learn that he's got these weird bat wings on his head <laughs> yeah and then in the second movie you learn that the dude can fly and replace his own head as needed you, right. you know you just he just picks and chooses body parts and that's like wow this is he's some kind of weird composite character i don't know what i learned about the third one uh, you what i learned from the third movie is that you can be the most horrendous person imaginable and they won't fire you until your movie sucks and doesn't make money <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good. Thanks, Hollywood. It's, it's a good real, learning experience. Yeah, consistent ethics, Hollywood. Good job. <laughs> and with the fourth one, just nothing. He doesn't. The, the character himself isn't that interesting. Um, you know, and, and no disrespect to the uh, to the guy that played him, but the previous actor did it way better. Frankly, it's kind of like uh, <clears throat> you know, like dude, yeah. Kane Hodder is the best. <laughs> Jason, then we can have that discussion. That's, that's, that one, horror fans love that. But, um, you know, there's just something about the dude's body language, his facial features, his, his expressions, the original actor. 
which uh, was played by, uh, uh, well, Gerard Benjamin played him this time, and Jonathan Breck was the guy that played him in the previous movies. I think yeah. did a far better job. <clears throat> no, yeah, I agree. I think Gerard, uh, Gerard Benjamin, who did it for Reborn, you know, you could tell he's a little shorter. Yeah. Um, uh, that's not a real big problem. But I, my problem with this creeper was, for one, he was not in the movie that much. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of absent for a lot of it. And then another thing, it, it felt like he was about to say something like, oh, no, are we about to hear some Freddy Krueger type, you know, riffs or lines? Because then we may have to just cut it off at this point. Yeah. There's some points where this creeper is like wiping off his mouth and you think he's about to say, I need more with ketchup, bitch. <laughs> some zinger. Some zinger, you know, but he, he doesn't, luckily he doesn't do that. But there's these weird characteristics that were, that were being played around with that, you know, it just didn't, it didn't gel with me. I mean, the, the, the creature effects were cool, at, at least, but uh, the characterization of the creeper was mm, a little bit to be desired. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I found myself kind of looking at his hat going, ah, that hat doesn't look good. It's supposed to, <laughs> it's, you, you, one would assume that it's a hat made out of human flesh because that's kind of what he crafts all of his gear out of. And it's just. Um, there's a there's a funny part in, uh, near the end where they're fighting. And uh, I don't know if you caught it in our watch through, but the, the hat gets knocked off his head. And it looks comically like that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> Just keep it rolling. <laughs> Just keep it rolling, kind of thing. And then I think the and then I think another scene it shows him actually picking the hat up, but. But uh, at the time, it was just like, bonk, the hat just goes floppity, whippity, way, wobbly away, you know? <laughs> rolls down the hallway. I mean, it's, Catches uh, the little wind, keeps the door opens for it, rolls right out into the grave. <laughs> there's probably outtakes where the actor is trying to talk through those those monster trees. Like, I, you want to do it again? I got my hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could do that or just uh, break for lunch and... <laughs> Like, eyeballing those bagels hard. That's (laughs) (laughs) all I care about is that deli tray is looking mighty fine. Yeah, this is this movie was a turd. It just did it. It was the characters, it was plentiful characters, and they were all boring and pointless, and you couldn't connect with any of them. And the only joy that I felt when one of them was dispatched was that we're one person closer to the credits, like, we're almost done. (laughs) Right, yeah. And, no, and as no, you I, mentioned, just zero creative kills. There's no gore. It's just it was it was uh, it's just a slog to get through, frankly. Right, and there was the, the, the like the main reason for the the characters to be in this area, anyways, was this uh, supposed like kind of like mix between a, a juggalo and creek con fest <laughs> yeah. that was happening, <laughs> and we get to see a bunch of unusual characters cosplaying mostly as clowns for some reason. That's what I think. That's where you yeah. came up with like. Like, oh, this is like a Juggalo uh, horror convention. It would have been more interesting if it was actually gathering of the Juggalos, because then at least you'd get to see um, some uh, some unhoused people giving each other syphilis or something. <laughs> and this uh, this fest, it, it's really the one of the things I, I found weird was that they go up to a booth that you know you throw axes and you throw <laughs> shurikens and all this stuff at a, at a dummy and and you know the 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 carney who comes out 
He's like, y'all ever heard of the creeper? And the guy, uh, the chase, the boyfriend goes, you've heard of the creeper? I can't believe you've heard of the creeper. Oh, can you, what else do you know about the creeper? It's like, what do you mean you can't believe he hasn't heard of the creeper? He lives in the fucking area where the creepers, the, the legend takes place. That's their whole gig. It's like going through Arizona where you always see the signs for like 250 miles along the I-10 where yeah. it says, visit the black spot. This is the black spot, black spot, the evil, uh, the thing from the desert. You're about to approach it 100 miles out, visit the black spot. And then you get there and then someone says, oh, do you want to uh, go look at the black spot? And you're yeah. like, you know about the black spot? <laughs> yeah. How do you know about the black spot? <laughs> it's like going up into the Appalachian area and, and not hearing some uh, some cracked out hillbilly tell you all about Bigfoot or the or the swamp monkey or whatever the local lore they, did, they is. filmed Deliverance around here and Burt Reynolds came up and gave me a wedgie back then. <laughs> I tell you, he's a nice guy. I, I, I've got a Deliverance themed restaurant, which it seems really inviting over here. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was another like kind of thing about it there seemed like some people didn't know about it and it's like how do you not know about all this stuff but you know maybe you just kind of like um sorry i thought i heard something over there <laughs> <It's a creeper>. <laughs> <laughs> there's a but you know just little nitpicks i know like that but you, you you know you can nitpick but when you're nickel and diming us the entire time yeah and you got you got a hundred dollars in your hand of nickels and dimes you got a <laughs> legitimate fucking concern <laughs> well it's just like it, it, it seems like it was a film just made out of negatives. It was just composed completely of, of negatives. It's all about what's absent. That is what strikes me. It's absent of any compelling characters. You can't get into any of them. Um, the dialogue is not interesting. There's no imaginative kills, and there's no expansion of the creeper lore. There's nothing. It, it's just got nothing. It's a big collective of nothings. The uh, the cinematography would it. The, the, it looked like his other movies, like the director's other movies, but that doesn't work for this movie. Like it, yeah. that, the, the overly fake green screen look works for Nazis in space because it adds to the intentional camp of all of it. But this movie's not supposed to be intentionally campy. It's and it so it just looks fake, and that's another thing that takes you right out of a movie that you weren't invested in to begin with. Yeah. No, yeah, you're exactly right. And what, as we're progressing along with the story, even <clears throat> even the scenes of them, of the couple in the car, Chase and Lane, it, it looks like a green screen. It looks like they're just in a car. <laughs> they got a green screen back then to just superimpose an image of uh, moving terrain. And it was painfully, painfully obvious. And now I know there's yeah. some things with HD there where things look a little unreal because especially if you grew up like we did with two you know, analog television, you know, when we first started seeing on HD and on flat screens, it kind of had a odd look to us. Yeah. But this was even odder, if that's even yeah. a word. I'm not talking about the damn animal. I'm talking about just being uh, extremely weird to look at and disassociating. It takes you kind of out of the movie a little bit. Um, yeah. There's there's a specific scene uh, near near the end. It's, it's at the climax. It's where they're <laughs> on the roof and they're to, the, the two guys are trying to get this uh, a lightning rod off the, the roof. They're going to throw it down onto the creeper as he comes out of the house. She's be the creeper's being lured out of the house by the the heroine, and right. they for some reason they get it in their idea that they're just going to go up on top of the roof and get a weather vane and then throw it on top of them. That'll work. Like, 
you know, yeah, I mean, that that seems like something that wouldn't be a one in a hundred chance of actually hitting anything on the way down, but <laughs> it just uh, goes plunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our we tried and he grabs a baby and takes off. But yeah, it, but you could see the CGI as they throw it, it, it cuts across the screen and goes it eject and then goes like this. It goes yeah. it wobbles and goes down. So obviously someone was manipulating the the graphic. And I'll probably show it in one of the clips that we'll show. <laughs> yes. Whoops. I, I it didn't have this, uh, you know, like the timeline right. The tween. <laughs> the tween <laughs> is not right. Oh, well, you know. It's, yeah, uh, these are little technical things that, you know, eventually do bring you out. And uh, you can't get close to any of the characters. Well, not that you could get close to any of the characters, but, it, you know, if it was filmed a little more realistically and didn't have these little weird CGI touches, it, it might have been... Well, you know, it's, not not an F, but maybe an F plus. <laughs> well, and it's it's frustrating because it's like it was the horror community really clamoring for another Jeepers Creepers movie. Like we, anyone that's got even a minuscule amount of ethics is at least a little bit conflicted about these movies, <laughs> the, the, the initial ones. Like you can't not know what you can't not know what happened we're not going to discuss the specific crimes here because they're revolting and we don't want to get you know like slapped with a whatever wrist slap that youtube would give us for mentioning it out loud but it's it's awful the guy didn't do any real time for it and then when they get another director it's like it's it's it sucks as bad as the third one did. We don't want, I don't think that the horror community really wants another Jeepers Creepers movie that bad. I, I, they could probably get more excited about a, you know, a new Jason or a new Freddy, which we're not because they're going to screw that up too. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I just can't wait for the next uh, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot that you're going to totally screw up or the next Jason movie that's not going to be any good. Right, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, I certainly wasn't, uh, I certainly wasn't clamoring for a new Jeepers Creepers. Like, like I've mentioned, I may have mentioned before, Jeepers Creepers one and two were fine with me. I never, I never saw three, um, but not missing anything. Yeah. And I thought one and two were fine. Um, uh, were they the greatest? No, no, no. But at the same time, they're enjoyable to watch. And, you know, they had some personality to them. Uh, this, and they had somewhat of a plot. Yeah. Yeah. There was, and it's, you know, they didn't spoon feed you what the creeper was. It, there was enough, um, you know, there was enough mystery of, around the character to make that appealing. But the more you learned about him, the more uh, unsettling and kind of gross he was. And, and uh, you know, just the other movies, the first two movies were just paced so well. Like you, yeah. you saw the truck, the truck was menacing, the big scary truck. And, you know, they were just entertaining movies. This one, if you're not going to make it good, don't make it. Like it's just... <laughs> It's another one of these horror movies that just stank of of no love and no effort. And I yeah. it just drives me nuts when I see a movie like that. You don't need quantity over quality. Because, yeah. you know, like, especially the older I get, the more time is the big currency. And I get I just get more and more angry when people waste mine. And this, believe me, Jeepers Creepers Reborn is not a good use of an hour and a half of your time. <laughs> Unless you uh, watch our riff and laugh along with us as we crack wise about yeah for sure man uh, we, we had a good time on on i think we had a good time riffing on this and i think yeah. we, we were pretty fucking harsh with it so you know if you do watch along uh take a, everything with a grain of salt because we did not pull any punches no, the, i think time. the 
I think the best part of our riff was during the credit in credit scene when we were basically rewriting it and and we were consulting AI <laughs> and, and giving our own ideas on what a good Jeepers Creeper. So, uh, if anything, listen to that last part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a couple good zingers in. I thought. Yeah. No, uh, it was definitely kind of a, it was definitely a rough watch. I'm glad uh, I got to watch it with my partner in crime here. That's right. Um, but that's about it for Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Unless there's anything you wanted to add, I know you had no, quite no, a bit. It sucked. It sucked. So I think uh, on the list of movies we've watched so far, <laughs> let us see. Where got, does it rate in the in the suckometer? <laughs> the suckometer for me is going to – so already at the bottom of the list was Children of the Corn. I'm going to leave it at the bottom. Right. Reborn sucked, so I'm going to put Reborn <laughs> above that and then okay. leave. And then leave is above that. So leave keeps getting hmm. pushed up. <laughs> That's Eventually – Eventually, it's going to wind up in the top 10 eventually. <laughs> it, that's the thing. If you're a dumb kid, you just got to know where your the dumber kids in the class are so that you can be pushed up the bell curve <laughs> a little bit. Um, I don't know. This That's a compelling question. Was it as bad or worse than Children of the Corn? Yeah, Children of the Corn was pretty damn bad. So, yeah, the, the, those two can, can have a slap fight on on who gets to win for the worst cinematic suffering movie that we've watched so far. I'm very curious though, to see <laughs> what the five star reviews of G uh. reborn are. So let's, <laughs> let's just take a, let's take a gander at them. There's approximately 7,800 plus reviews on it on uh, Amazon coming. I guess it's fed through. Yeah. It's on Amazon. Um, so let's go ahead and take a look at these details. Let's yeah, read I all these a copy at Walmart, uh, a physical <laughs> copy. So it's got a 35% five star rating. It's got a total of three out of five stars on IMDb. Unacceptable. Can That's... you believe this? <laughs> That'd be funny. You see it. It's signed by Shmimo Shmorenshola. <laughs> like okay. He doesn't even <laughs> change his name that much. So here's 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 just a sampling of the five stars. Headline, nice. nice. Good sequel, five stars. Next one, great. The summary, love it, five stars. Uh, Roger writes, just as a, his headline, movie. Uh, <laughs> five stars, can't go wrong, if a fan. I'm sure he meant, I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> five stars, CC writes, this was an okay movie in their headline. And the movie was okay in their actual <laughs> <laughs> CC fucking uh, regular Roger Ebert over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, David writes, uh, five stars, good horror film. It's a keeper, cripper movie. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So these are all our five-star geniuses who rated this. Um, no ways a, a lot of uh, English as a second language people were involved in these right. totally real reviews. No one got paid at all to write uh, from some foreign country to write any of these reviews. No, so. no. So there's just a nice little sampling of it. I may do a, hey, what about this? We're just, maybe I just start doing, or we both start doing like fireside chats of yes. the movies we watch. 
and uh, just reading five star reviews. You know, maybe yeah. I'll sit in a in a comfy bathrobe with a with a cigar and like yeah. a, a bottle of, or like a glass of brandy, and then there start reading five star reviews of Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Oh yes, I think that'd be great. I love that <laughs> idea. We need to we need to jot that one down. Yeah, I need to do that. But uh, that that's it. Jeepers Creepers Reborn, total horrible piece of crap <laughs> i'm trying no bueno. no bueno and uh so that's about it uh do we have anything else we need to talk about we need to push well uh, um just keep your eyes peeled on the channel y'all we we're always coming up with new content um some once in a once in a while as a treat to you the viewer we uh actually sit down and write scripted uh commentary for for the the special movies we've done that for death metal and we've done that for the film devil's island those were a lot of fun so you should definitely check those out you can get them synced with the actual movie and, and watch along but um throw us a comment throw us a like did you watch jeepers creepers reborn were we too harsh on it uh what do you think that we should review next just throw a comment down there let us know yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd like to hear everyone else's uh, comments on on Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Uh, but I guess that is about it. I, I I keep thinking we need to come up with some kind of catchy outro um, jingle or or catchphrase. So, um, you don't don't suffer cinematically. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm very short on wit when it comes to those yeah. punchy like ad reads. We're gonna we're gonna work on that in the the we meantime. Are. This will this will probably take months, if not years, to eventually come up with something. But please take care. Yeah, yeah. Get get her done. <laughs> you, you might you might be a fan of horror movies if you watch <laughs> trashy horror movies. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone. Cinematic suffering. I'm Jason. I'm Clay. And we out. We out of here. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>